It's the blackout. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, we talk about rich wigger, poor wigger, and also trifling wigger. Dr. Umar Johnson at the airport or at the mall trying to holler at a chick who's not his race. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. All right, what's up, what's up? Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back again for episode 222, 222, triple two of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. I am Jared. What up, people? I'm Jay. And we're backing at it again. And again and again and again, three twos in a row. Three two two two. And man, it's too bad this wasn't on two two twenty two. Then it really would have been something. But mm, anyway, true, true, true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, man, how was how was your week, man? It was cool, man. Nothing, nothing much. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing interesting going on here. Just another week in the this uh, wonderful Texas weather, unpredictable weather. Yeah, Texas, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's hot one day. It's super windy the next day. Mm-hmm. Then it's hot and windy. Then it's muggy. Then it starts raining cats and dogs. And Dang. hey, you know, That's you've Texas. been here. Yeah, you've been here. You so. never know, man. You never know. You could be. Mm-hmm. I, I remember somebody. I remember somebody um, told me once or made a comment once um, when we still lived there. Was like, you know what? In Texas, you can have every change of clothes in your car and change into it. Every, you know. And change mm-hmm. it to it during the week or maybe even multiple times a day during the yeah. week between hot, That's cold, rainy, you know, whatever. Very true. That's wild, man. That's wild. Yeah. yeah, I can remember some days in the past I used to go to work, my big old coat on, then afternoon time, getting off, I'd want to take take my work shirt off, my button up yeah. shirt off and just walk outside in a t shirt, man. It's just It'd so hot, huh? Just that crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. man. That's yeah, wild. Man. That is wild, man. Yeah, it it's interesting because like here, uh, okay, so Memorial Day was the beginning of the week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, Memorial Day, it was like forty degree, forty some degrees, and like rainy, like drizzling rain, and mm-hmm. it was the weirdest thing, man. I was like, hold on a second, Memorial Day supposed to be hot, you know? It's supposed to be warm or whatever. It's supposed to be outside, like barbecue and like doing like lawn, like 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 yard darts and horseshoes and stuff like that. <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like it's supposed to be like you're supposed to be outside. But um yeah, we were mostly inside, even though I did barbecue that day. Uh it was cold and I was like, what the heck is happening? And then of course, um, you know, two days later, it was like beautiful. It was like seventy some degrees, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. And then a couple of days before Memorial Day, it was also like in the sixties or seventies, so eighties, something like that. So yeah, man, it's it's just it's just wild. It's just random. But people here were just like, you know what? Normally, it it's, gets cold like around Memorial Day. And it's always, I don't know. I guess I just block it out every year because I'm expecting it to be nice and warm, you know? Yeah. But not hot. Not like blistering hot. But mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, man. Um, well, cool. Yeah, man. This week here was it, was, it was actually sort of wild because... In a good way, I guess, um, because obviously we had Memorial Day, we had all that go down. 
Um, I told you about that new grill company that, uh, you know, that I'm partnered up with, uh, with Hook Shrubs. So that ended up, uh, I, I've actually, I actually cooked on the grill a few times now. Thing is amazing. It's a pellet grill and me being like, like a wood fire charcoal, you know, enthusiast. Mm -hmm. It's very like, it's very like different for me. Like it's, it was something that I was just like, you know, I, I don't know. I have, I have one pellet grill before that, that another company sent me that I really literally only do like chicken and bur and burgers on just cause I want to do something fast. Right. If I mm -hmm. want to do something fast, um, and I could just turn it on, turn it off. But there was like a like a lack of quality overall. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was a good heavy unit, but you know the craftsmanship was not, you know, to every detail. So this unit that I got is much better. It's heavier. You know, build quality is better, and it actually has, uh, you know, it actually has um, some, uh -oh. I guess, Wi-Fi capability with an app. So it's pretty dope. So yeah, man. Okay. So I. I don't know, man. It's slowly, it's slowly trying to turn me into a pellet grill guy, compared to being just a regular, you know, like stick burner. But I like multiple yeah. options, so yeah. So ain't bad. It's good. It's not bad. Yeah, and honestly, I'll tell you this too. Honestly, honestly, it'll be a lot easier for me to transport this grill to any event that I do to barbecue, uh, uh, compared to any other grill. It weighs a lot less. Than my than my biggest grill that I had before that, so that I still have. Um, so um, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to be able to take that to places. Actually, I'm gonna take it to my first event coming up this weekend, which is an Ace Hardware having a having a uh, anniversary. So I'm gonna be throwing down oh, some nice. ribs and some chicken. So should be fun. Ribs and chicken. Yes, indeed. Um, the chicken. The chicken, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, this was, you know, last week of school for the kids here. Nice. My nice. daughter graduated from sixth grade. Uh, oh, snap. And But they didn't have, like, a sixth grade graduation. Like, I don't know why they didn't have one at the school, but some parents basically invited every sixth grader to a park to do, like, a, we call it, like, a, like a sixth grade, um, what's it called? It was, like, a sixth grade... Uh, like bash like end of year bash so they had music and food and and like a, and a snow cone like a snow cone truck so it was cool mm -hmm. it was fine That's she cool. got to hang out with her little friend you know it was fine and um That's cool. and yeah it was good and before that though before that i um i was invited by this thermometer company to go to a, a private event for the anniversary of one of their products it's called thermopin uh, and it's like this barbecue thermometer I use all the time, and, mm -hmm. and it's it's super, it's super um, intuitive, super fast, all this stuff. So yeah. uh, and it's good for a lot of applications. So I had one of those. You had one? Do you not have? I had one. one? Uh, I I accidentally left it outside and it rained and uh, it didn't do much good. And I don't yeah. have it anymore, so I can't. Ah, oh. I gonna tell you, man. <laughs> I was gonna tell you this. I gonna tell you this. They. They stand by their products. If you leave it in the grill, if you leave it in the rain and, and uh, you know, it gets shucks. too full, you could return it to them and they'll either repair it or replace it. Well, dang. Okay. Well, the I guess I'll routine. know for next time. Yeah. I'll yeah. We'll, have, we'll time. have to find a way to get you one of them, another one of their products. But yeah, man, um, they, they invited me uh, to come to this event. And let me just tell you, they had, okay, first of all, 
you know when like when you look at TV and you see like these these cooks on there, these chefs on there, and they're mm-hmm. like world renowned, world famous chefs. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people were either in the audience or teaching us. Like it was insane. Michelin, like multiple Michelin star chef, multiple James Award, uh, James Beard Award winner chef, which those are, you know, two of the highest honors you could get as, you know, in the food industry. Um, barbecue uh, competitor named Tuffy Stone, who was on uh, Barbecue Pitmasters, that old TV show years ago. And mm-hmm. he's won multiple championships teaching us how to do brisket. You know, we learned how to make ice cream. We learned how to make pizzas from a world-renowned pizza maker. Like, it was insane. Was it anything that you didn't know? Like, did yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And and it's interesting because the barbecue guy teaching us brisket, he taught us some competition stuff as well as, like, stuff to do in your backyard at home. But the techniques that he used, you could tell the difference in what you make at home compared to what this guy would make either for competition or just for recreation at home and we got to eat all the food and so the first time i had to do brisket i was like i was like man this is better than anything i've ever had a and everything i've ever made (laughs) you know like not not even not even close but he sort of taught us the process uh, he didn't give away all his secrets, but he but he taught us, you know, he, he taught us basically the process of how to do it. And it was amazing because this is somebody that you see on TV or you watch on YouTube. You know, people have millions of followers and stuff like that. And they mm-hmm. were lit, like I literally had, you know, like conversations with them about stuff like it was wild. That's and cool. uh, and this one lady, uh, this one lady named Ruth Levy, Ruth Levy or no, Rose Levy. Sorry. She. um she uh she wrote like the quintessential cake book called the cake bible 60 years ago it's still popular still in publication today and um and i told my sister about it and my sister you know she has her own cake cupcake dessert company and she was so jealous um so i ended up getting a, i ended up getting a book and having her the lady sign it and i told oh, her nice. about told her about my sister's company and she thought it was, you know, she she thought it was amazing. So she's like, yeah, have your sister reach out to me and say hello. And it's super nice because it's like an old lady, you know, older woman, older white lady. She's from, she's from like Jersey or something like that. And she, you know, is is lauded as like one. She's like Martha Stewart level. But people, yeah. but she's not like that type of person where she's like, I'm going to go on TV and do all this stuff like Martha Stewart did. You know, she's just like, yeah. you know. She's not going to jail. Crying. Exactly. Not that either. But yeah. she was so nice. And it is interesting when you meet some of these people, like meeting your meeting some of your idols, right? Uh sometimes that that meeting doesn't go the way that you think it's gonna go, right? Oh yeah. Um yeah. And, and it turns out to be like, dang, I they're sort of whack. You know, but all these people were super nice, you know, super uh, uh gracious and uh and you know they were open to talk about everything so it was really dope man it was a great experience they they sent me home with uh uh you know a couple of small products you know to commemorate the day and it was good man i, I had a good time and then of course i spent a little extra money while i was there too which was probably probably i mean it's good for them because they're mm-hmm. like hey we're making back this money that we're giving you away but it was an amazing time, man. That ended my week. That was Friday. I, I worked like the first couple hours of the day, and then I jetted off to that, and it was it was great. And the even better part was several of my friends who are my barbecue buddies that I know locally, 
uh, are also partnered with that company. Uh, mm. So, you know, a handful of them were there. Uh, and, you know, so it's cool to sort of do that with some friends. So it was nice. That's man. cool. That's cool. Nice, That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But that was good. Um, and my, my wife and son headed out yesterday to go to Southern Utah to a Utah Jazz basketball camp for my son. Oh, nice. So uh, yeah. they're off at that. Um, and so hopefully they, uh, you know, hopefully my son does well and he enjoys it. You know, get to learn from the pros. So, be good. Yeah, man. Dope, man. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention. Of course, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned it before we got online. Uh, mm-hmm. Or before we started, yeah, recording. Went to see, took my son and his good friend to see uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I didn't mention that. That was, I guess, that was the highlight of the week. Well, what about what about Doctor Strange? Was yeah. it a good movie? I, I haven't seen it yet. I thought it was good. Um, uh, it was directed by Sam Raimi, and if people don't know, he directed uh the Tobey Maguire uh, Spider Man's Spider Man Spider Man's mm-hmm. <laughs> movies. Spider Man's. And, uh, and previously, before that, mm-hmm. he was the one responsible for the Evil Dead series with mm-hmm. uh Bruce Campbell, whose Bruce Campbell was in the original Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. Okay. Okay. Um, and he's also in this one too. So there's a lot of callbacks to like those Evil Dead movies. Mm-hmm. If anybody could even catch them, if they are fans of them, so there, there I thought that that was kind of like the highlight for me because it made me chuckle a little bit in the movie theater. My kids didn't, my my son and his friend didn't know what was going on, but mm-hmm. I knew what was going on. So that was pretty fun. That's cool. And it was it was cool, man. I I I'd recommend it to anybody. I yeah. thought it was good. I, was it was it scary? I know you you mentioned it might be yes. like like a horror movie almost. So it was before it was it was released. It was being you know kind of stated that this could possibly be in the the horror movie realm wow. of uh, things. Um. So yeah, I I mean of course. Me growing up in the 80s, I'm used to horror, horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say this was kind of, it was kind of teeter-tottering on a, a teen, uh, maybe like today's kid horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of, because they left the theater, they were kind of like freaked out a little bit. They were like, oh man, I'm going to be so traumatized by seeing some of this stuff. <laughs> so I... Uh, yeah, they they thought it was, but it it was a great movie. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, can I? I don't want to spoil it, but I'll just say I mean, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you've seen the the trailer, so Scarlet Witch is in there. Mm-hmm. She, uh, uh, she does some crazy. There's some craziness going on with her, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. There's some craziness going on with him. And if you have you seen the What If uh, series on Disney Plus? I haven't, man. I'm sorry. So you can you can spoil yeah. that for me. I, I don't care. Yeah. Fine. So so there's an episode on What If uh, that involved Doctor Strange and him uh-huh. kind of dealing with a, another universe's Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. Um. So something like that takes place in the in here in this new movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought I thought it was handled pretty well. I'm trying to make this correlation like between all these movies like the Eternals, Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. uh, all the series that are going on, especially Loki. I'm just trying to put them together because you know like the last uh phases that led up to 
to mm-hmm. Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. You know, all those are kind of linked together. So I'm trying to see what the the link is between these these newer films and the series to know what's going to be the the I guess the the end outcome. Yeah. Of, yeah. of things. So. And there's a you know X Men or uh, Professor X cameo. Which was pretty really. Good. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it was in the trailer. You saw yeah. his his wheelchair in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, cool. that there was some some new heroes that were uh, in there. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was well worth the the watch. So yeah, whenever you whenever you have time, you can go watch it or check it just out. wait till it comes to Disney Plus. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Probably when it comes to Disney Plus. So I have a question. So. Mm-hmm. Isn't wasn't Morbius? Isn't that a isn't that a Marvel movie too? It's a Marvel character, but Marvel it's character. not a, in this so universe. It's not a, but guess. it's a Sony. They didn't. Oh, okay, so we won't see that on Disney Plus, probably, right? Probably not. No. Ah, that sucks. Oh well. Oh well. I guess it doesn't have anything to do with this. You know, in in actual this phase. Yeah. But but yeah, I was thinking for some reason I was thinking since that was that's sort of like a vampire like horror-ish like style you know i thought that maybe they were going that way with some of these mm-hmm. next next movies but either way yeah i want to check it out uh, i heard it was really good you know not only from you but from you know several people so i'm i'm, I'm definitely gonna see it i just gotta t- i just gotta catch up man there's so much to catch up with and then yeah. and then i saw obviously that they're the miss marvel's coming out you know or that came out i guess i don't know um uh, yeah that's coming oh out, wait yeah. let's see yeah it's coming out soon so yeah so you know and then moon Knight. haven't even had a chance to watch any of that yet um yeah. but i want to watch it because i i think that character is pretty cool i read a few of the comics um uh uh you know so yeah man I, i'll check it out and i remember the doctor strange is a scary one but i had to watch it in a room like i had to watch it on in a room like where it's just dark mm-hmm. you know to to get the full effect uh yeah. at least close to the theater effect as possible so that's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. That's cool. Being That's able good. was it weird? Like I know how many times have you been back in the theater now since uh pandemic? since uh probably three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably three. Is it, is it still weird for this you? Year. It's still weird. I still wear my mask up in there. Yeah. You know. Uh I always get weary when I hear somebody coughing in the theater. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, hell, here we go again. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's still kind of strange. I, I still, even at the theater, even just going to a store or mm-hmm. anywhere else, I'm super like, par- I'm a little paranoid about it because I don't know who had it mm-hmm. or yeah. who has anything, even though it's like supposedly a lot milder now. It, just resembles like allergy symptoms which mm-hmm. i always have uh, yeah but i would be the one that would get an extreme case of it yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I kind of feel it that i would be that that lucky person to do that or unlucky everybody yeah. in this household has had it yeah and i'm over here you're over here looking sound. at them like yeah <laughs> yeah and of yeah. course i'm waiting on them hand and foot and i'm like i'm probably gonna get this from yeah i know what you them. mean yeah i know what you so, mean like when our two kids had it yeah i was it was the same thing man we was like yeah. mask up like crazy and like they couldn't come around anybody they just basically had to yeah. sit in their room yeah so yeah i Double get it man mass. 
Yeah, I, I, I've been back in the theater a handful, uh, maybe three times as well mm-hmm. this year, uh, you know, um, and, and, but, but since, since the beginning of the pandemic, I think we've probably been like five times, but the previous times we've been wearing masks, the last couple of times we didn't mask up. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think we went at times where it wasn't like super busy or or movies that had been there for a couple of weeks, so it wasn't like the opening weekend. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. My my mom had COVID last week, and like it seems like she's over it now. Um, you know, she I think she had it, you know, carrying over from the previous week, and it it seemed like she only had like you know, like maybe three days that you know, like I guess it was medium you know, medium to mild, more, more medium than mild case of it. But yeah, she seemed to be fine now. She actually, she actually was just at your mom and dad's house this weekend after she, you know, she, she had been recovered at this point. She'd already tested, tested that, you know, she was negative. So she went out because, you know, a family member passed uh, out there. So she went, um, so yeah, man, it's wild, but yes, it's, you know, slowly, but surely, you know, we'll all, slowly get back to some kind of normalcy when it comes to that oh speaking of the theater i forgot to mention this as far as like uh you know moments of the week my daughter and maybe i can mention this as a proud moment of the week we could just talk mm-hmm. about that Go was uh it. my daughter you know this is her first year in competition dance you know oh, where they yeah. like they like you know they practice you know eight plus hours a week um you know they uh they uh go to these dance competitions, you know, travel around to these dance competitions, but just locally, not nationally. And, um, and, uh, you know, their, their dance team did really well. Uh, and so this week was their, um, it was like their little banquet, their little gala, uh, you know, where they give them awards and and honor them and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So she got the life of the party award. Oh, Um, nice. Yeah. For always, being fun and excited yet always being crunk and turned up so she was she was happy about that um and yeah it was good though it was weird though because like you know you go to this event and there's all these you know kids who are like dancers up in there and then there's parents so like when i when i went you know we went i was like okay i was like where are we gonna sit savannah so we go up to her we go up to the table and it's like just her dancer like just the dancers on the team like all these tables were just set up with just dancers. And so they had parents, you know, could just sit wherever else at any of the open tables. So, excuse me. So I brought her, you know, my wife didn't come. So I brought her and, um, and yeah, man, um, it was awkward. Cause I didn't know any other parents, like any other parents at all. I really know the teachers. Like I, I met the teachers and talked to them a little bit, but you know, the instructors, but I, the only other person I sort of had a, you know, a little bit, little bit new was like the lady who works at the front desk that we pay every month. Right. You know, right, that's right. about it. So um, I sat down next to this, you know, next to this one, you know, lady in the group in the group of parents at the table, and it turns out that she was like best friends with my former neighbor at the house we moved from before we moved here for COVID. So uh, I guess they lived a couple streets away from us and we didn't know it, but it was interesting. Uh, you know, having a conversation. It was, a, you know, just a small world out here, man. But, um, mm. yeah, overall, though, great experience. You know, cool to see her get up there and, you know, be all smiles. And she got all dressed up to the nines and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So that was a good proud moment of the week. So cool. Proud moment for me. Ah, 
Okay, well, got accolades from a co-worker. I guess she's like a director of something or another, director mm-hmm. of whatever she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just came out the blue. It was like, uh, just like to send accolades and kudos and going above and beyond to this, to, to me. You know, so... Wasn't that crazy? Wasn't that proud? I guess it was a proud moment. I mean, mm-hmm. it was unexpected. Kind of yeah. gave me a little, a little smile. I was like, "Oh, yeah. thank you." So, yeah, cool for me. Congratulations. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, so indeed. hopefully, I get to keep my job. You know, it's crazy because we had to go into work uh, Thursday because our new, new, mm-hmm. new, new boss of everything—not the CEO, but. I guess one person down from the CEO mm-hmm. came and they were, you know, and I was chit-chatting with some new folks like top, right top. before the meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. right before the meeting. Like, oh, you know, back in the past, they every time they had this, they'd call people in just to let them know they're going to get fired. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thank you. It's for like office space, office space when the, when the new company buys the people yeah. you know buys the company and uh and they bring people in oh man yeah yeah so it wasn't like that just yet so mm-hmm. it wasn't like that he, he was like well the last thing we're gonna do is let people go That's you know good. there'll be layoffs which be the last resort mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's good to you hear. never know yeah it's yeah. good to hear that that's now, like a vote right? of confidence though sometimes it's like sometimes when somebody like in sports when they when the owner gives somebody a vote of confidence that just mean like like you know you the next thing you hear from them that they they uh that they fired the coach or they fired the coach at the end of the year you know something like that so yeah and then of course wild. at the end of the day thursday <laughs> one of my coworkers was like hey did you get that that company-wide email that just came through i was like oh crap no <laughs> he's like Okay, me neither. So just checking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I got, I got kind of scared right there because like, yeah. did they already pull me off the email list? Is that a good thing you or know? a bad thing? Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, but you're like, oh, did man. I did I want to get that email or did I not want to get that? Yeah, email? that's know? true. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm like looking in my email trying to refresh everything. I'm like, oh crap, I didn't get anything. Yeah. To do. Wow. So, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Well, um, mm-hmm. wow. Well, that's cool, man. It's good. You know, some good, good, proud moments of the week. I know there were some other sad moments of the week with some other, yeah. you know, mass shootings, but we're not going to get into that yeah. this week. We're just going to keep it light and happy. Um, and speaking of light, um, you mentioned last week. <laughs> great segue. That's a great. You segue. mentioned last week uh, uh, that uh, you wow. know on this one episode of the Atlanta series uh, on FX, and we definitely go have some spoilers on this one. But uh, this next to last episode on La- Atlanta on F- FX called "Rich Wigga Poor Wigga" uh, about <laughs> a mix, a mixed. You know, a mixed kid, um, right. you know, but he looked white, so he light, you know what I'm trying to say? And he yeah. and it seemed like he identified more with the whites than the blacks. Uh, so yeah. so go ahead and talk about that episode. Well, I'm glad that transition worked. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. That, that was a great transition. Oh, great man. segue. No, but he was, he is a mixed kid in real life and on the show. And I thought it was 
it's funny the way you said he he uh, identified more with white because he was with his dad who was black the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. his dad dropped him to school. Um, a whole the whole nine, and they never really talked about the mom. I don't I don't recall. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I'm trying they to go back in my memory. In my memory bank from like a few weeks ago, but yeah, they, they didn't talk about the mom. But this this whole episode was shot in black and white, so grayscale throughout the whole episode. So it really, mm-hmm. it really showed that this guy was it, he looked white passing, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, so yeah, and yeah. and the kid, the guy's name is Aaron, uh, just so you know. And it starts out pretty weird, and, and so. I. We both can kind of identify with this because they got in heated arguments over a video game, and then just racial slurs just start coming out. It's like, oh, we've we've experienced that before on Halo mm-hmm. way back in the day. Oh yeah, 100%. you know. So oh, I man. thought that I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting at the yep. at the beginning, and then of and then of course it starred Kevin Samuels, uh, who became a guest speaker, and then also turned out being oh uh, that's who that was okay yeah yeah so he became like the owner of that. the school right. so the name of the school was initially uh robert ely high school but he changed it to robert esley mm-hmm. after his name so there's this whole racial divide kind of going you can kind of see it going on and mm-hmm. let me see if I could if I could go. I'm, uh, excuse me, people, because I'm trying to go back in my memory bank to see to George Wallace to okay. go through this to go through this. So you could kind of see where the the identifying with the the black part of you and the white part of you came in just by the car ride with the the mm-hmm. son and father when it was announced over the radio. Uh, that another black kid died by police, you know, by police uh, fire, police gunfire. Mm-hmm. And the kid, the kid Aaron was like, well, I mean, all he had to do was put his hands up, which is yeah. probably a common statement that most literally most white Americans could say to that. Yeah. yeah. Most white Americans would say when one of these things, one of these incidences happens in real life in our world is mm-hmm. why didn't you just put your hands up yeah so yep. that's what he was identifying with that's what his thoughts were the whole time of this particular situation on net then of course he gets to school uh and there is talks about scholarships and going to college he's a senior and his girlfriend she's going to college she's white mm-hmm. she gets accepted the friends get accepted but then he doesn't get accepted into college. So yep. now he has to, to get financial aid and all this other stuff. But his dad would have to go in and fill out for it. Yep. And apparently he doesn't want his dad to go in because... Oh, no, he wanted his dad, dad to do it. But he, oh, his, he dad wanted. Didn't, his dad was like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna fill out no, no loan. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm not going right. to co-sign on yeah, anything for you. The, the, the FAFSA, yeah. FAFSA stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so now that puts him in a predicament. And then enters Kevin Samuels, who's now the uh, the the man who is going to give away, going to pay every senior's college tuition, but mm-hmm. only to black students, or those who 
I guess we, we've come to find out, identify as black, who could pass for black by mm-hmm. proving their, their blackness after answering a series of questions in yeah. a, I guess, in, in an auditorium. Yeah. So Aaron goes in there. He <laughs> and apparently he doesn't. He's not black enough. He cannot pass the black. Uh, yeah. The black questions. Because the first question that he is too light skinned. Yeah. The first. The first question. The first question was, you know, that boy that you know what what happened to that boy, you know what happened to that boy up in you know wherever, uh, you know whatever what happened to that boy up in Atlanta wherever, and. He was like, he was like, yeah, I heard he got shot, you know, by, you know, a policeman. You know, he was unarmed, blah blah blah. And they're like, no, the answer was, what well, he's like, the answer should have been, what happened to that boy up in Atlanta? Mm-mm-mm. That should have been the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I and then, then the next question was like, yeah. name five things that mix with Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was like rattling off a random. It stuff. was good though because the first one I thought I was like, all right, he about to get this. He's like Coke. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then he's like rum. And they're like, huh? Oh, I mean, I guess I guess rum would work. And he's yeah, like mango, yeah. coconut. <laughs> yeah. Like you just you just you just guessing now. So yeah, it's wild, man. Because it, it's interesting because they because like you said, you know, they continue to ask him questions, mm-hmm. and it was like some of me got right, some of them got wrong. Then they even showed. Maybe they maybe they asked him to dance or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> he was doing like some soft shoe routine. <laughs> I was like, this is not going well. <laughs> yeah, not at all. But you know, wow. it, even right before that, you can see like a whole bunch of kids who weren't really black, Mm-mm. but they were all trying to go in to audition for this college tuition, <laughs> which was which was funny. Mm-hmm. The, the, the blackness, the, the blackness kids, the, the the kid, the Indian kids or whatever who were singing. Yeah. And if I ever fall in love with you, that was funny, man. That was funny. I, that yeah. Yeah. That was so, hilarious. So uh, let me see. Let me let me rewind back in time. Uh, oh so, yeah. I was gonna say another thing. Mm-hmm. So it's always this this talk about uh you know. Uh, black football players getting with the 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 white chick in college so Aaron finds a I think it's a, a text on his girlfriend's phone mm-hmm. from a uh one of the the black football players I guess at the high school or maybe at the college oh, it was at the college is at the college is at the college like, yeah yeah so she's about to go there so it's like I can't wait to I can't wait to hang out with you or something like that yeah, yeah. spend more time with you or something like that yeah. so he gets he gets disturbed by it because he already knows where this is going mm-hmm. you know so um, uh, he decides to put together a flamethrower which is what he used in the video game uh, that he was playing in the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. I guess uh, you know that he loves using in this particular game, which I think is Call of Duty, probably. Um, yeah. Something reminiscent of that. So he goes to school, rigs up this little flamethrower that he made at home. There he encounters a kid from Nigeria who also had a, a, a flamethrower. Did he have a flamethrower? Yeah, he had a flamethrower, too. He had, like, an actual flamethrower. Yeah, he had an actual flamethrower. <laughs> and he didn't get accepted to the college because, guess what? He wasn't black enough mm. to American standards. He wasn't. He didn't identify with the blackness 
the black culture of America, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting. You know, you're black, but you're not that black. You're, you're not, not black that type enough. of black. You're not black enough. You're not black enough. Right, right. Yeah. So they ended up going at it at the school, trying to kill each other. It was funny <laughs> though. It was funny though because he was like, he was like, because uh, like I guess the blood, the he was like, what are you here for? And he was like, well, I'm gonna burn down the school. And he's like, what are you here mm-hmm. for? You know, they they ask each other. And then uh, then Aaron, you know, our, our character, our main character in this, was like, well, maybe I'll burn you. And then and then uh-huh. the dude and, and then the, the the black dude was like, was that kind of, some kind of like dark joke or something like that? He's like, ah, oh, it's too late. And then and then so so then um, so then uh, you know the the black dude uh, you know got mad or I guess got mad at him something like that. He tried they tried to shoot you know flames at each other and they ended up chasing right. chasing each other down. It was funny though in this point. And maybe you're about to talk about this, but at this point, they're chasing each other around the school, and then finally Aaron's flamethrower, you know, sort of, like, he's leaking gasoline on his feet, and uh, mm-hmm. the a Nigerian dude, you know, catches up to him and, like, burns that, so, like, Aaron's shoes are on fire, so Aaron starts to run and kick his shoes off and stuff like that. He realizes that yeah. his flamethrower is falling apart, so he decides to just drop, drop, like, he takes off his shoes, evidence, drops the flamethrower, in two different parts and he's running evidence evidence and then mm-hmm. then uh you can i guess you go to the next part oh yeah he's running uh crap I'm trying to think let me think oh, back you remember i'll tell you i'll tell you I, yeah yeah like i say it's been like a few weeks since so I watched it. so they get to this yeah. point where he's dropped all this stuff he's running trying to get away from the flamethrower guy yeah. and then somehow the flamethrower dude is like literally on top of, on the, top building. of the building yeah and, and he's like hey you know, and he stops to turn around, and then and then he, as soon, and like he that. says something, and just before he does that, he gets shot, and it looked like he I thought he shot. got shot in the head. I I thought, he I thought he got shot in like the shoulder. No, he got Is shot in the he... head, but yeah, in actuality, it was the shoulder. But it was the but shoulder. okay, this is what happened though. This is exactly what happened. The black dude was, you know, the the Nigerian dude was about to open up flames on the guy. Right. So the sequence is he's about to open up flames on the guy and shoot him. Just before that, he gets shot, and then mm-hmm. you hear, put your hands up. Yeah. So do you see the symbolism in that? Yeah. Black yes. dude gets shot, the whiter looking then dude puts put his hands, hands up, up and gets arrested. Yep. So And didn't it yeah. like and then and then subsequently after that, um, you know, Kevin Samuels, uh, the Robert S. Lee character comes up to the to the to um, the school, he's like, "Oh my gosh, what just happened? Somebody tried to burn my my new school down." And then he goes over to the to the uh, to the Nigerian dude getting in the back of the the ambulance because he's still alive at that point. He's just sort of in shock or whatever, and he's like, "Man, getting shot, you know, you, you must have really wanted yeah. that scholarship." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I did." He's like, "Getting shot, man, by the police—that's the blackest thing." I got a check for you, right? You know, there. yeah. He's like, "The blackest thing that you could ever do." He's like, "Don't worry about your medical bills." And then he pays off the ambulance to take him to the white hospital and not the black hospital. Right. And then uh, and then he's like, yeah, here's your check. And then he didn't even walk over. He didn't even walk over and talk to this Aaron character uh, as he's getting put into the back of the police car. And and speaking of, you know, the police car, the door is cracked open. The police aren't mm-hmm. like like patting him down. They aren't like pushing him around. You know, it's almost like the same treatment where they're going to stop and get him a burger. 
Right. And then we fast forward right. to one year later. Do you remember what happened then? So one year later, my man Aaron, he is a. Uh, I'm guessing he's working at a Circuit City. It's like Circuit City, Best Buy. Yeah, that's one of them. It was something, something like that. Yeah. My man shaved his head. His whole speech has changed. So now he has this, uh, what's called this African, African American vernacular English. Post prison vernacular too. Yeah, yeah. So he has this particular speech. Completely different person you you see, you know, with the way he's acting, and he's trying to talk to this this uh black chick, trying to trying to run game on her, you know. He gets the digits, and then his girlfriend or ex girlfriend comes in the store, like you know, trying to talk to him, and he's just like brushing her off and whatever, and giving her that that uh that particular vibe. Yeah. And uh yeah, so. That's how it was, and he's like, I, st I still think of you, or something, something of that fact. But it was a wild episode, man. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was a great episode. Yeah, I thought it was good, man. I, I, um, when I was watching it, I, man, I, I, I could see exactly where, where all of it was going. And, you know, I was like, thinking about that. I was like, dang, well, I'm thinking about yours and my kid. You know what I'm trying to say? Because they're, they're mixed, right? Yeah. And so, right. so yeah. Here, here's here's a picture of Aaron right here. If I could pull it up, yeah. um, you know when he's and his real name name is Tyreek. What's yeah, his black name is Tyreek. Tyreek. Yeah, that's black. Yeah, but it's interesting because I was looking at that. I was like, dang man, you know, I need to, I definitely need to, definitely need to continue to ingrain into my kids. You know, don't don't let your white friends fool you or whatever. Because that's <laughs> what his dad said at some point in time in the, in, the, yeah. in in the show. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it's wild, man. It, it's okay. wild, but it's it's a good. Uh, it's interesting because you know, I don't know, man. When I saw when I saw him do the flamethrower, I was like, that's the whitest thing somebody could do. You know what I'm trying to say? When he put the flamethrower mm -hmm. together, he, he was like, how to build a flamethrower? I was like, yeah, that's the whitest thing somebody could do. You know, because then he turns into like I'm, I mean, almost like a school shooter type of situation, right? Um, true. And uh, true. and and you know, but then when seeing seeing the Nigerian kid there, I was like, what? You know, it's almost like like the roles have completely reversed in this, you know, minute this this small sampling of a scenario, um, and what they're gonna do. But but it ended just the same way as you know that that flamethrower scene ended just the same way that any of unfortunate school shootings have ended. You know where anybody who's of color will get shot without question, uh, mm -hmm. you know, killed without question, or attempted to kill without question. Anyone that that you know is is white or fair skinned, it seemed like, you know, in, in this case, um, you know, is arrested, put in the back mm -hmm. of the car, and they probably let you know they probably let him get off because he he looked white or he had a white lawyer or maybe. He claims some kind of like mental, you know, distress or something like that. Correct. So that's right. Yeah, that is right. Wow. Well, yeah, that was the that was the episode, people. Man. Very, very interesting. A very interesting season for Atlanta. I yeah. I enjoyed the whole season. I know a lot of people had issues with it because it actually didn't. Uh, it it wasn't really consistent with the previous two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yeah. 
I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed this yeah. season. You know. Yeah, so. I I uh, I started yeah. in the se- season three. Got a got a few episodes in. And I was like, you know, we're gonna talk about this tomorrow. So let me just go straight to this episode because I because I could tell that the episode didn't seem like it was directly connecting to the other episodes. At least like as far as like as far as like advancing yeah. the story. Even though I know I know in the overall grand scheme of things, you know, it does have something to do with it. Uh, I just wanted to go straight to it so I could watch it. And man, it was it was yeah. great. So I'm I'm gonna go back and finish yeah. the rest of them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and. You could see it uh, just from the, the this whole season mm-hmm. perspective. It it's like uh, every other episode is similar to this, where it's not really in the storyline. Yeah, some kind of, of anthology things. or something like that. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like an offshoot. Let me just do this other episode that kind of deal that sort of deals with yeah maybe identity and yeah. I think that's that's the the overall sense I get with with this particular season is kind of identifying and knowing yourself. Yeah, knowing your worth, I suppose, yeah. because in the very last episode, we could see that uh, one of the characters has a maybe a not really a mental breakdown, but an issue with trying to figure out who she really is mm-hmm. and. You know, just knowing, completely knowing herself, and that was, that was it for the season. So, yeah, yeah, cool. and it was like that a few times through the season. But yeah, other than that, man, it was it was a great season, great episode. I thought it was funny just to 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 look at that, and then of course, you know, like you mentioned, we both having biracial kids, mm-hmm. uh, how that could affect them. I like, I already know my kids wouldn't. Well, maybe one of my youngest would probably pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But my my youngest, who looks like Aaron, would probably pass. But my oldest, that looks like me, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Which is probably funny. My my uh, my my oldest could probably more pass than my youngest. My youngest is darker, and it was oh man, it's so funny. So it's it's so funny when you. Uh, I see. I'm trying to find that Ed, Mc, Ed, Mc, Ed McMahon thing we're going to talk about in a minute, but I can't find it. Maybe you can find it for me. But it's so mm-hmm. funny when when you when you when you talk to little little kids. So my daughter was in sixth grade. Uh, I guess a lot of the sixth graders have these buddies, and so basically they like buddy up with like a kid who's like in kindergarten or first grade, and you know sort of help them throughout the year. Every now and then, you know, they like you know uh, uh, do little activities with them and stuff like that in school so mm-hmm. my daughter's buddy had two little buddies that were in uh that were in first grade uh that she sort of worked with throughout the year and so like at the end of the year like for some reason i guess they had the buddy they had like they got to draw a photo of each other right so my daughter drew a picture of the buddies you know like crayons and stuff like that and the buddies drew a picture of my daughter and my daughter is oh, like my, my daughter's like a light skin you know she's probably like the same tone as you right um is she? So, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe. so she, uh, so her buddy <laughs> drew her that like was, that's so funny. That's as not- as like as brown as me, right? As brown as me. And I don't know. For a lot of time, my daughter likes to wear her hair like in a big like ball bun on top of her head. So, mm-hmm. so the buddy <laughs> drew like a big round circle on top, and the buddy was like, "Yeah, it's like a it's like a brown snowball <laughs> on top of your head." 
<laughs> and the rest, I mean, it was cute though because, like, you know, you you see, That's it's funny. it's the mind of a first grader. There wasn't any, yeah. there wasn't anything, uh, and both of them basically drew a similar picture. It was so funny, but there wasn't anything like like offensive in it, you know, at all. <laughs> it was just funny the way that they characterize her. But then, but then again, they also don't have like a like a tan marker, you know, that they could use. So so they just use the closest. They're like, well, it's not white. You know, it's not it's not brown, but you're closest to that. So they did that. It was funny. And then, of course, I don't know, there's a little bit of blonde, I think, that flakes out my daughter's hair if it gets in the light a little bit. Mm, so mm-hmm. one of the the one of the guys, wow. the, the, the one kid who did like the little, the first kid who did like the the brown snowball had like a couple of like blonde strands coming out the side of the brown, the brown hair. That's I crazy. thought it was funny, man. That's so wild because my son has reddish brownish blondish hair yeah from time to time you know and we we didn't know what the heck was going on with him because he was young and his yeah. eyes would be changing color that's from gray to blue to green to hazel to brown see if you remember our grandfather he had red hair yeah. he had a little bit of yeah. red hair yeah and it was and funny my cousins had reddish yeah. hair exactly yeah. exactly and it's funny because like years and years ago I found a red hair in my in the side of my beard, right? And I told my wife, I was like, "Hey, you know, it's got some red hair right here." She's like, "What? No, that's she." She's like, "She's like, don't." She's like, what did she say? She said, uh, "Don't fool yourself. That's turning gray." And I was like, "No, it's not gray. <laughs> it's not on its way to gray." I had red hair in my family, my grandfather. So, yeah, and and my daughter made a comment just as you say that. My daughter made a comment like last week, saying that you know her hair sometimes you know is red depending on you know. I don't know how it's lit or whatever it changes. So that's mm. funny, man. Our, our kids have all kinds of color, hair color schemes going on in their hair. Oh boy, yes indeed. You know, if you think about their grandparent or your your grandparents, and then your uh, you know, and then your wife's grandparents, um, uh, or wife's. I'm sorry. Yeah, your parents and your wife's parents or grandparents. You know, look at their hair and their hair color, and some of that you know could trickle its way down somehow into our kids hair so it is possible it is possible but yeah as far as that i'm trying to think man i'm trying so i was trying to see if my if either my kids would pass that that test right yeah the the blackness test i know my youngest would pass it it, you well you saw so you're talking about like as far as look or as far as like question no i'm talking i'm talking about question and answer the the the, to get the scholarship my daughter would not pass it even though she looks closer than my son right so by looks yeah. she would probably pass it closer than my son would um i think my son would probably pass it closer to some of the question and answer uh i don't think i don't think either of them would get the mm, mm, mm. but um but uh as far as some you know a lot of the other questions they would but then dancing wise my daughter would pass it my son would not so yeah, my youngest would pass the dance test. Uh, <laughs> my youngest would pass the talk back test. Yeah, yeah. The, it, yeah, he would pass it. Oh, song test. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it came to athletics, my youngest would probably pass that too, because my oldest, I don't know what's up with him, man. He runs like Naruto. I think I mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. With his hands out like this, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, I, I don't know, man. I, I watch him run at like karate class, and mm-hmm. whew, 
I don't know where I went wrong, man. <laughs> There's nothing you know, bad about it. It's, it's funny. They just, you know, they just watch. You know, you watch the anime. You know, like if you, if you, I don't know. Just remember when you were a little kid. There was there was probably several things that you emulated from, you know, <laughs> cartoons and stuff like that that we watched. I remember there was for me for sure. So, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I like, can't nah, tell you. Nah, nah, <laughs> not, nah, not, not really. <laughs> nah. When that's I ran, funny. I ran. Yeah, that's funny. And I don't know where to 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 guide him to to run. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> if that made sense, I don't know, man. It's that's it's funny. weird. It's interesting. It is interesting, interesting times we live in. Yeah, very true. Very wow. true. Wow. Well, that's cool. So. Last thing we're gonna talk about real quick. So I sent you a video and I finally I found it. I'm gonna pull it up. Stop talking, okay. woman. Okay, so here I'm gonna try to put try to turn it up so you can hear it. Okay, here we go. First you need to know that I am willing to die on this hill. So if you're gonna come in the comments and disagree with me, you better fucking bring it. If you were a kid in the 80s and 90s, your parents got these envelopes in the mail from the Publishers Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. And you could fill it out and send it in for a chance to win like a million dollars. And if you won that million dollars, a guy named Ed McMahon would show up on your porch with a big-ass check, some balloons, and a camera crew and knock on your door and film your reaction. We all remember this, right? Wrong. It never happened. Ed McMahon never worked for, made commercials for, or was affiliated with the PCH in any way possible. And the internet is backing this up. You can't find no. footage of Ed McMahon delivering checks on the internet. It's been wiped from existence. Mm-hmm. They're saying that we're all wrong. It's something called the Mandela effect, where mm-hmm. this large group of people remember something incorrectly and nobody can explain why. His face was on the envelopes. There's even TV shows that referenced this happening. Is the entire internet like lying to us? Did they get together with PCH and be like, hey, let's fuck with the whole world and tell them that mm-hmm. every man never did this? Or did he really never do it? And there was a glitch in the matrix and we were living in a parallel universe. Yes. Like I could not sleep last night. My brain hurts. And I need somebody smarter than me to figure this out. Alright, first This funny is this white lady called Kelly Mano, and this is on TikTok. And in this video, you could definitely tell she's eating a Sonic, like, a Sonic uh, Blast. And she has, like, a black lady airbrushed <laughs> on her t-shirt. So I don't know what's going on. And she and she has a hat on that says, what the slut. So I don't know what the heck is going on. <laughs> it's, part of, it's part of the Atlanta series, man. I guess so, man. I guess so. Oh, wow. wow. So Ed McMahon, was he real or not? Uh, Ed McMahon is real. He's a real dude. And I'm 100% Star positive. Remember that? I, yes, I'm hundred percent positive. I seen him with Publishers Clearinghouse. Yes, I know I did. Yeah, we, just like you this did. lady, I, I did. know I did. Yeah. So I, I don't. This it got my mind blown. It, it's uh, you know, as she was mentioning the Mandela effect, and I told my wife this and asked if she knew what the Mandela effect was, and she said no. And this all, you know, for the people out there who don't know, this kind of stemmed from. Back in, uh, let me see if I could find it. 2009, somebody coined it this particular term because a lot of us, a lot of people thought 
Nelson Mandela died in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I could have swore he was dead. He died in the 80s from what I remember just seeing things in the late 80s, early 90s. I thought he was dead, but he apparently died in the 90s, he, didn't he? he died in 2013. Okay, okay. That's right. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people remember this so that he died in the 80s and nobody can explain it, but he really died in 2013. So that's yeah. where the the the, the the term Mandela effect came from. And there's a whole bunch of different situations like that, that people can't explain. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm looking at the example, star Wars. So we always thought Darth Vader said, Luke, I am your father, but he didn't say that. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I am your father. But throughout all pop culture, it's always Luke. Luke I, I am, am your father. father. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's a bunch of different uh, explan- uh, examples. Like, um, I know years ago, they were talking about Shazam. Like, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal was part of this this TV, this uh, movie called Shazam. And everybody thought that he was, that he played a genie in this movie back in the 90s named Shazam. Mm-hmm. But he never did. But a lot of people thought that. He didn't play nobody- Shazam? No. It never happened. There's no, there's nothing on the internet that proves otherwise. But everybody thought he did. What? No, there's nothing, bruh. What? Nah. Hold on. A second. I mean, sin. No, I'm sorry. I made that mistake. Not, not Shaquille O'Neal. Sinbad. My bad. Oh Sinbad. boy, I was about I to say. I made, I made, I made, I made a mistake. My bad, audience. My bad. I meant to say Sinbad, not Shaquille O'Neal. I was but thinking wait. I saw some. What was he? What was he in though? Because I don't know. There's. I could have swore he was in a movie called Shazam. Sinbad's Shazam, Sinbad Shazam, the strange case of the movie, the strange case of the movie that doesn't exist. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See what I mean? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it does not exist. That is insane. Was he in Kazam? I don't know. I told. Okay, maybe it was Kazam. Kazam. He was in Kazam, but people thought it was Shazam. Yeah, so people. Wow. Yeah, so so then this this whole talk of Mandela effect goes into, as the lady said, alternate realities and simulation theories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I've always been interested in this particular thing, whether we're stuck in a simulation, is there alternate universe versus alternate, you know, just realities, multiple realities that are going on at this particular point in time. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's something that scientists are exploring. Mm-hmm. We have no, we actually have no proof, but you know, we talk about things like deja vu. Yeah. For instance, yeah. I have deja vu all the time. It's very weird. I don't know how to explain it, but that's part of this whole simulation theory and whether we're stuck in a, you know, an alternate reality and maybe have glimpses of another, another us in another universe that yeah. are kind of like peeking through. So it's yeah. a, it's one of those things that I like to listen to, like to hear people's uh physics takes on or whatever yeah you know so it's 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 it blows my mind every time i I hear people talk about this stuff because 
I'm definitely not qualified to talk about it, and I don't do enough <laughs> research about it. Yeah, I did not go to school for physics or quantum physics or anything like that. So yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about. It. But I just thought it was like a cool uh, something interesting to talk about when she mentioned it in that video when you sent that to me. Yeah, mm. it's it's weird because I mean I guess this the thing the the problem is this, like. I know I I don't know anybody who won that money from Ed McMahon. I know we tried every year, right? We I know I remember my parents sent it off every yeah. year. But see, you see, you said Ed McMahon, he wasn't in it. <laughs> what? You just said Ed McMahon, Publisher Nobody. Clearinghouse. Yeah, but Ed McMahon wasn't part part of Publisher's Clearinghouse, bro. That that's got to be wrong. That's got to be wrong. <laughs> he he was he was he was he was he was he was, he didn't work he didn't work for the company, but they had to have hired him to be like the face of the check deliverer Maybe he was, was the somebody actor. that looked exactly nah, like him he was he was he was he was the so so this is the thing and this lady probably don't understand this because you could tell so so this is the thing there are actors that are hired to be live performance actors and what that is is it's not like being on tv or the radio or a movie anything like that it's like there's an event that happens. There is something like this where you're like handing out a check. Something like that. There's all these things that happen that you're just hired just for like for that day or that moment or to do that job and it's over. I was hired, and you know I'm not a security guard, but I was hired as a security guard for an event for Thomas the Hitman Hearns, right? Mm -hmm. the, the old boxer. Mm -hmm. I was hired to act as a security guard for the event. There was no harm that was going to come to this guy. There was nothing that was actually going to come. It was just a part of a show, a showing that we were going to show up at an event and he was going to have like this security team around him. And I was just ha hired for that live event. I didn't work for him. I didn't work for the event company. I was an actor hired that they hired through my agency. So I believe that's the situation that Ed McMahon was in, in this situation. Okay. So now, I think that's what happened. See, now I'm looking at, at Snopes, and there's a bunch of different things that kind of linked it. So there was something at the same time called American Family Publisher Sweepstakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I guess he was connected to that. Yeah. But everybody thought it was Publishers Clearinghouse. Because that's the Even name of the it thing. Was, yeah. It sounds like the exact same thing. American family publishers and publishers clearinghouse all sounds like the exact same it's, thing it's, so it's all the same but it's, it's almost like it's almost like the title is okay so it's so just imagine this so we just talked about Doctor Strange so Doctor Strange right. is a Marvel right. movie it's a Marvel right. movie so we see Benedict Cumberbatch and we think Doctor Strange we don't think Marvel American Family Publishers okay. is the Marvel in this scenario and Publishers Clearinghouse is the Doctor Strange. So Ed McMahon, we saw his face associated with Publisher Clearinghouse because he's delivering his Publisher Clearinghouse check because that's the title on the check. But American Family Publishers is the one who actually owned the whole situation. That makes sense? I, he was the actor I, hired to give I, a I check with a certain name on it. Hmm. So American Family Publishers is the one that you paid money to. If and we don't, you know, back in the, back in the day they didn't have computers, 
where like you could just like see your transactions happen. But if you bought them dang magazines because you thought you were gonna make you thought you were gonna get that million or whatever, well you bought the magazines, the thing that would show up on your bank statement was American Family Publishers. It was not Publishers okay. Clearinghouse. But why is it that this is saying they're two completely separate companies? Like they have nothing to do with each other. Kind of like what you're saying, Marvel and Doctor Strange. They're they're two separate things, but they're together. But this yeah. is saying that American Family Publishers is something completely different than Publishers Clearinghouse. So they're two completely com- two completely different companies. But why? But that's the thing. What? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, know, um, uh, um, yeah. Man, so. It's it's just it's weird, man. American, because they're saying Ed McMahon and Dick Clark both participated in American Family Publishers, mm-hmm. but that has absolutely nothing to do with Publishers Clearinghouse. Mm-hmm. So they're two completely different companies. But why are we all? But why is the majority of people thinking? Maybe it's just the the word publishers that's making people correlate the same thing. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I, that's I it. don't know. I, yeah. But anyway, this is like, it's, it's hurting my brain. It's hurting my brain and it's wild <laughs> that, that the majority of Americans think, you know, have this particular thought process mm-hmm. when it comes to a bunch of uh, different things that happened in the past. We kind of I don't know, make our own judgment and group things together and uh, it's, it's a wild man because nowadays baffled. now there's there's things that we can find out you know specifically about you know all these different types of companies, but a lot of these companies you know a lot of these companies maybe they change names, they change hands, stuff like that, so a lot of their records are different, you know the information about them is different than it would have been back then because there was no digital records there is no digital signature that you could hold on to for years and years and years a lot of stuff was just written down you know and and Maybe. not not transferred not translated uh, you know into the internet whenever the internet of things you know slowly started to exist i don't know man i just i just I don't, it, this mm. is the thing if ed mcmahon was never a part of that why did he never come out and say that he wasn't a part of that I don't. I don't know, cause now this is saying they those two companies were competitors. That wouldn't make any sense. They they would have had yeah. they would have had something. They would have had to know. come out and say something to that effect, cause you know how it is with your competitors. Like I compete with like some of these barbecue seasoning companies right now, and I'm like, <laughs> no, that ain't me. <laughs> you know, like there's no way. That I would want you to mistake my product for somebody else's product, even though we're in the same lane. We're in the same lane. I don't want you to. I don't want you to 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 mince I mean, to mince who it is because we different. So they I mean, would have come out and said that. May they? Well, I don't know if Ed McMahon would have came out. He probably didn't care. He's been getting paid. He, he died. Care. He died a long time ago. Yeah. So he probably didn't care. But it. It just baffles the mind, especially whenever you sent this video to me, because I, I hadn't thought about that in a long time, mm-hmm. and of course, this happens, and now yep. I think about it now. So, whatever, whatever, what, whatever, the yeah. universe, 
will prevail. Still caught in the matrix. Yeah. It is what it is. We, we are. We are caught in the matrix. Anyway. All right. Well, is that all we got? You got anything else? I, no, I'm <laughs> going to go and, uh, oh, man. going to go and, I guess, read a book or something just to clear my, my brain because yeah. that was a little too much. Yeah. Just don't, just don't go into a dark restroom, look in the mirror <laughs> and say Atlanta three times because you do not want a booger wolf hopping out and showing <laughs> up in your restroom. Anyway. All right. Don't want those. Don't not at want all. those. All right, people. Twitter, Instagram, hashtag BlackoutPod. Find us on your favorite streaming application, on your phone, on your computer. Hook it up to your car while you're going to work. Listen to us there. Check us out Sunday mornings, possibly, all the time. Some of the time, most of the time, maybe. Uh, YouTube, where you can find us. Hop in on the show. Give us your thoughts. Email us, hashtag BlackoutPod at gmail.com. Uh, give us a little call 3853-BLAKPC or 3853-252572 would definitely love to hear you guys you guys you guys your y'all's take your y'all's take there you go (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely love to hear y'all's take on uh this whole Mandela effect uh alternate universes oh damn Multiple, multiple universes, uh, universes, universe, yeah, Matrix, whatever. Let us know if you watched Atlanta. Matrix. What did you think of? What did you think of that alternate universe and in that particular episode with the Kevin Samuels uh, giving away scholarships to just black students or mm. people who who passed the blackness culture test? Um, let us know that. And while you do that. Go to hooksrub.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Get yourself some Hooks Rub yes, indeed. for your Juneteenth alternate universe uh, celebration. Where Juneteenth. <laughs> uh, let me stop because I'm going to say something bad that's going to get us canceled. Uh, yeah, July 4th. Get yourself some Hooks Rub for your July 4th uh, cookout, cookdown, throwdown in the yes, backyard. Indeed. Yes, indeed. All that good stuff. Get you some flavor. Daddy's day is coming up soon, so go get some for oh, your daddy uh, and your daddy. That's true. <laughs> Dang, Father's Day and Juneteenth is the same day. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Do you get off? Who's gonna be cooking? So, so you get a holiday for Juneteenth, <coughs> right? Yes, because it's yeah. a national holiday. Yeah. So are they giving you off Monday? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. It's same just here. awkward, man. It's gonna be awkward for me because I'm like the only. Uh, person of color bruh i'm gonna tell you what in my department yeah you know just gonna just hearing them in the chats like we're gonna be off to juneteenth and then they gonna be like what's that tick tick that like like crickets so yeah man it's wild because like at work there are two of us uh two two (laughs) black fellas uh in my on my team And uh, and actually at that event that I went to the other day, I was the only black person there, man. It was wild. There was there was like an Asian lady uh, and I believe like Pacific Islander lady. But other than okay. that, I was the only you know person of color there, man. And and uh, it was it was wild, man. It was it was so interesting. And obviously, I felt honored being in that situation. But I was like, wow. But yeah, man, for Juneteenth, so I at work, I'm a part of this committee that tries to bring engagement because we were we are all work from home nobody's working the office uh in my department and um 
And so last month we did one thing for the month for engagement um, to try to get people moving and like stuff like that, like out of the house, you know, for a right. few minutes just to clear your head. And it was mm -hmm. also like a like healthy recipe or something like that that we we I swear we posted every single day. And engagement was like I don't know. It was it was mostly low, but I was like, dude, y'all asked for this, so we're like, you know, every month let's try to do something that either correlates with the month or the time of the year or whatever's happening. So this month is Pride Month and also Juneteenth and Father's Day, obviously. Uh, so we're like, you know what? Once a week, we're gonna drop a fact about Juneteenth, and you know, another day, another day during the week, we'll drop a fact about Pride Month. You know, because there, I believe there's a couple of people on our team that you know, uh, identify in the LGBTQ. So, so, um, I dropped a Juneteenth fact, you know, on that day. And it was just sort of like the first, you know, I, I went to history.com so I could get it as historic as possible, you know, so there wouldn't be any kind of like whatever. So I, I just dropped like the first, like two paragraphs from the history page and I'll put something else coming up. But yeah, I got like, I got like a bunch of hearts on it. And then like at the end of it, but the end of it, you know, and this is through the Slack channel, right? That we're dropping these facts. So um, then uh, at the end of it, I was like, tell me, a, you know, tell me a fact here that you you may not have known, you know, just leave it in the leave it in the thread. I'm the only one who put something in the thread because I was like, I was like, when I was a little kid, I knew this had something to do with black people. But, you know, I, or, or something to that effect, I just didn't know that the slaves were freed, you know, you know, two plus years after, yeah, after the emancipation after or, or these yeah. or these people weren't told because I guess other parts of the country, you know, did um, link up with it. But uh, yeah, man, it was just like um, it was like almost crickets. Like even the other black dude in the chat didn't even like heart it or anything. I was like, come on, bro. It's just two of us. We've had these conversations before. Come on. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> black fact. Did yeah. you know that black people did not choose red velvet and cheesecake for their <laughs> favorite ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. It's like who who came up with that? Um, what what black person did you ask about that? No one. Uh, yeah, man. So it was wild. But yeah, then I, I can't remember the Pride Day fact because I think I that was that was Friday and I left to go to the event, so I didn't look at it. So I have to go back and look and see if that got any more or less, you know comments or hearts or whatever i just think it's wild man but it, it is wild and i think i think there are certain people who are still uncomfortable with learning and knowing and understanding mm -hmm. facts <laughs> you know oh yeah oh like, boy like these are things that actually literally actually happened you know <laughs> just like just yeah. like ed mcmahon that was a real person <laughs> It yeah, has, yeah. You know, this, this yeah. situation, there, there's no question, though. There's no Mandela effect for this, you know? Oh, no. So, so. Ooh, but what if there was? That would be wild. If there, was, be, if there was, this would, would be, be the biggest coup in history. <laughs> next to the pandemic that people say was, like, not real, too. Exactly. So, you know? Exactly. If that was the fact, if that was the fact, man, I don't even know. There, there would be oh, yeah. massive uprising. I mean, here's the thing. Here's a thing, though. They're actually trying to erase slavery from the history books. So, before you know it, our kids, 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 whatever, are going to be like, slavery never happened. What are you talking about? 
And then they'll, then they'll be like Kanye, as if slavery was a choice. Like, that's not real. I choose to not believe it. That's what they're going to say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so stupid. So stupid. Oh, well. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's all well, I got. There you have it, people. Another episode. Episode Deuce, Deuce, Deuce. Mm-hmm. In the multiverse of blackness. Oh, man. Drop the triple deuce. Oh, yeah. That's the name of this episode. All right. All right, man. On that note, I'm blacking out. Blacking out. <laughs>